Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is a Rudy Giuliani with the Rudy Giuliani Show, and we are on the Red Apple Network, the network that fights for and preserves free speech in America. God bless John Castamatidis and Margot for doing that, and all of my colleagues, like Greg and and uh, James Golden, and just a whole group of them, and the whole group on the Cats Roundtable. These people are putting themselves at risk. You know that, don't you? I mean, the, uh, you, you don't think uh, the, 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 the Biden people are keeping records of this? I mean, they operate, they operate the way, you know, communists and fascists and uh, ordinarily operate. They set up enemies lists. They go after people. You, you think I've been sued this often just because... because <laughs> you think I've been sued this often on phony charges? Uh, what about the, the latest, which I guess I have to do uh, repeat one more time because people keep asking me. This stuff has consequence. No, 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 I am not cooperating against Donald Trump. Not in the sense of I'm offering testimony that would incriminate him. How about because I don't have any? Uh, I could testify from here to, you know, the cows come home. And all I have is information that Donald Trump complied with the law. And, uh, you know, there are certain conversations that are privileged, and I can't tell you the privileged conversations, but I'm more than willing, as I did them, to tell you the conclusion of them. None of those, if a court ordered me to testify about them, I guarantee you, they would help him. He was, he, he, he uh, came to me and his other lawyers whenever he had a question about whether something was near the line or not, and on no occasion did he ever not uh, uh, comply. On most occasions, he knew it himself. Some occasions, it was technical regulatory law, and he followed that as well. That is what they have in the grand jury. Now, let's see what these people can do with that, okay? So, number one, I did not testify against Donald Trump. Number two, I did not admit that I lied with regard to the Georgia uh, two women who were um, surreptitiously counting ballots after they threw the public out against the law in uh, uh, Georgia where you have to count ballots in public and then uh, lifted up a a big black uh, blanket and grabbed a bunch of votes out of there and started counting them furiously. I did not admit that I was lying about that. What I did was I stipulated to take that issue out of the case so that we could focus on the issue of the support that I had for the allegations that I made, namely that they were reasonable, and uh, where I could uh, use uh, uh, the, the, the defense of uh, this was my obligation as a lawyer and it was my First Amendment right to have this opinion. And the reason we did that is because, quite frankly, we are in a completely prejudiced uh, venue, 
of the District of Columbia. Uh, I'm a lawyer, not a fool. And my lawyer is a lawyer and not a fool. And it ain't going to do us much good to go to trial on that because the chances are uh, 999 out of 1,000 that the jury will just find against us because we're Republicans, as they have had consistently on the January 6th cases. It's not crucial for us to litigate that, so we don't confirm it or deny it. But it is hardly an admission. It is done in many, many cases, stipulations like this. It is never painted that way because it isn't that way, and every single article that did it is a effing liar. But they all are effing liars, by the way. Every day I get confronted with that, people lying about me. I'm so used to it. When I first saw it in the paper, I read it early in the morning two days ago, and I went right back to sleep. I didn't realize it would create this kind of uh, hullabaloo, but there you go. That's the answer to it, and that will prove out to be the case. So far, my record is 1,000. Every time I've been accused of lying, it turns out they are lying. Hmm? The big one is when Joe Biden said I was a Russian pawn on a national presidential debate. And at the time that he said it, the dirty, rotten liar, the government uh, eight months before had already validated the hard drive. And in fact, it validated it again within days of his saying. It. So he knew he was lying. What's new? Joe Biden has spent his life lying. But in this particular case, that's a pretty serious charge against a man who has spent his life basically working for the government, including uh, working against the Russians during the Cold War as the third-ranking official in the Justice Department who helped to set up the FISA court. I mean, my contributions to my government so far exceed his that it's embarrassing. In fact, he doesn't even have a contribution to his government. According to Gates, he wasn't correct in any, any, any position he ever took on foreign policy. And I think Gates was not exaggerating. Uh, uh, the president has now announced out of, a, out of the great love for his son that he will not pardon him. Well, that's pretty interesting. I mean, let's, go, let's do a hypothetical for a minute. Just a few weeks ago, he was telling us that Hunter was the smartest man he ever knew, that Hunter was completely honest, that he had complete confidence in him, that he didn't take any money from China, uh, that he didn't know anything about his foreign dealings at all, not one bit, not one even teeny piece of information about his foreign dealings, but that he was a com completely honest and he had total confidence in him. So now, isn't it possible, if that's your true state of mind, that this poor little hunter might get indicted for and convicted by these mean, terrible prosecutors, particularly if the Trump people take over, that he might get prosecuted for something he didn't do. And you're not gonna, you're gonna take away the possibility of pardon for it? Just because you don't have the guts to do it because it might be politically harmful to you? Boy, this guy really loves his kids, huh? Kind of like uh, the love he has for his grandchild that uh, he doesn't acknowledge. And uh, she's grandchild number seven, but as far as Joe's concerned, she doesn't exist. Think of the psychological damage uh, that this mean, horrible man is doing to that child. And uh, we could sometimes spend an entire episode on how Hunter was created by Joe. Daddy finds out 
that the young boy is addiction prone and then uh, puts him deliberately into a life of crime. The people that he was dealing with, and this is not even uh, deb debatable, were some of the worst criminals of modern times. Uh, Michael Zloshevsky, one of the biggest criminals in Ukraine, uh, uh, suspected of killing his partner, stole $40 billion business, paid uh, the Bidens about $20 million and probably altogether somewhere between 100 and 200 million in bribes to get his 40 million dollar company out and goes around telling his his uh fellow uh organized criminals that it was a bargain that 200 million for a 40 billion dollar company that you stole ain't bad uh he was dealing with by his own admission the spy chief of china he was dealing with one of the wealthiest men in china who was involved in chinese organized crime and the red chinese party who actually disappeared and is sitting somewhere below the Yangtze River. Uh, he had as his partner the uh, nephew of Whitey Bulger, who was one of the main organized criminals and one of the most wanted men in the United States. These are the people his father put him in business with in order that his father would be protected uh, by having a bag man that would be entirely loyal. What kind of father is that? A father who puts himself ahead of his son and then uh, creates a son who's a degenerate drug addict. Joe had a lot to do with that. I don't know, a different kind of father, maybe even a mafia father. I knew some of them might sort of like say this kid's a little too delicate to be involved in a family business. Let's go find some other scum to do it. There are plenty of scum around Washington that would do it for him. My God, they'd volunteer for it. So, uh, uh, <laughs> Now, now the special uh, 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 prosecutor is really, really getting ridiculous. Uh, yesterday, he included um, he included a maintenance man in the indictment. What the hell is wrong with you, Smith? What, what are you, some kind of sadist? You know what it would take for me to, to, to as when I was U.S. attorney and I was a real prosecutor, like I really prosecuted criminals, like who killed people. And, and criminals who threatened to kill me. Uh, I didn't prosecute little people. I mean, you, you really are prosecuting this maintenance guy? What kind of creep are you? I, mean, I just have no respect for prosecutors who, who go after little people and try to frighten them. And I don't say little people. I shouldn't have said that. That's a, a bad word. I'm just trying to do a, I'm just trying to do a comparison in terms of indicting uh, Donald Trump or indicting the maintenance man. I mean, first of all, Donald Trump has the resources to fight you back. Well, with the maintenance man, you're, you're going to bankrupt him. Even if he's innocent, you're going to bankrupt him. Uh, you're going to create, uh, who knows what you're going to create. You can create an ulcer, you can create a heart condition, you're going to create. This is not easy stuff for ordinary people. When I say little people, people who aren't involved in these kinds of shenanigans. The maintenance man and what, what Trump told him to move something in Mar-a-Lago. Why the why the hell is he guilty of anything? He just moved packages around inside a relatively secure facility, fifty times more secure than what Biden did when he sent the documents to Chinatown, put him in an institute run by China, stuck him next to a Chinese spy. 
I mean, the comparisons are so dramatic that it tells you what a crooked government we have. And we just let it go by. Ooh. What are we asleep? Have, have, have the crooked media kind of gone so far as to make us somnolent? We, 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 our brain doesn't work anymore. We don't see what they're doing. By the way, the number today is one eight three three nine six nine four 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 seven. One eight three three nine six nine four 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 seven. If you want to call in and ask some pointed and good questions. So this was a sixty-page of filing because they can't say anything in like three, four pages. Because it's, uh, you know, if you have the truth, you can just kind of lay it out in two or three pages. If you've got a lie, you've got to put a lot of crap in. So they have a 60-page uh, filing, and uh, they, they say that, um, that these documents were transmitted from Palm Beach to Bedminster. But they're in Bedminster. They haven't been destroyed like Hillary did. They didn't go to Chinatown. Well, we'll be back right after this to follow the path of uh, just can the Biden administration get any more corrupt? The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you on the Rudy Giuliani Show. One eight three three nine six nine four 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 seven. I'm repeating it because we've changed our number. I guess we didn't pay the bill on the other number, but you know, we're disputing it. I'm only kidding. So uh, uh, we've covered the sixty-page uh, written a bunch of bull that was done by Smith, in which he's he's now going after valets and. Uh, and uh, property managers and pool cleaners and pretty soon uh, maybe just passes by that he can harass and hope that he gets them to lie for him because that's what this is about look uh i i ran the best united states attorney's office in the country then and now uh i ran it at a time of its maximum production without any question. And uh, I had to, I had to uh, monitor my, my assistants. They would sometimes get out of control. They're young guys and women, and they get very overly enthusiastic, and they don't have an awful lot of experience in the world. But I never had a guy like this Jack Smith. First of all, if, if um, he had the record that he had, case reversed by Supreme Court for his unethical behavior, there's no way I'd put him in charge of a case involving a president unless I was crooked like Garland. I mean, how do we accept this? I mean, this is like, okay, Garland picks a guy that the Supreme Court reverses a case because he framed a, a Republican uh, senator and held back exculpatory information. In other words, he held back information that would suggest that the man that he convicted was innocent. And you put him in charge of this case, what do you expect he's going to do? He's going to do the same thing in this case. Uh, he, uh, he's an unethical prosecutor. Okay. 
Got it? So let's, let's look at these interesting juxtapositions because this tells you everything you need uh, to know. So uh, jo Joe, Joe uh, says uh, for, for, for forever, right, that he has no knowledge of his son's business dealings, or brother actually also. Now, remember, I don't know if we, how many we have of these, but there must be, I don't know, I don't want to exaggerate, 20 over 15 years in which Joe said, I don't know anything about my son's business. He would get testy about it the way a senile old man gets testy. So listen to number 23. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. Mr. Vice President, how many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business yes, dealings? Yes, I stand by that statement. Now, in addition to there being about five witnesses that can contradict this, that the FBI will not talk to, Bobolinsky, Gilliers, uh, uh, plenty of witnesses who can testify to this, you got the best evidence of all. You have Joe admitting it. This, this is a, a voicemail stupidly left by the dumbest guy in his class, Joe Biden, guy left back in the third grade, which is why he makes mistakes like this in which he says that he had just read a New York Times article and Hunter's in the clear. Well, the New York Times article described uh, Hunter's foreign dealings, which says that when he says he knew nothing about the foreign dealings, he was lying, like he does all the time, lies. When we come back, we'll play number 24, and we'll move on to your questions. Giuliani show. This is Rudy Giuliani back on the Red Apple Radio Network, the network of free speech. And let's have a little free speech. Let's listen. Let's listen to uh, Joe Biden now explain that uh, that he's uh, taken no money or his family has taken no money uh, from uh, from China. Hey, pal's dad, it's 815. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Well, let's go back. Let's take it back a second. This is, the, I, I jumped ahead. This is the uh, voicemail left by, by Joe 200. Remember, Joe has been saying for 20 years, I didn't know anything about the foreign dealings of my son. Da, 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 da. We played that. We played an example of three or four in the montage. Uh, now, and plus there are five witnesses who say that's not true. But if you don't want to rely on witnesses, you want to hear it from the proverbial horse's mouth uh, or possibly jackass's mouth, you can uh, hear him say now that he knows all about it because he just read an article describing the foreign dealings of his son. And here he is left for posterity on Hunter's voice machine. This is Joe Biden. Hey, pal, it's dad. It's 8.15 um, on uh, Wednesday night. If you get a chance, give me a call. Nothing, nothing urgent. 
just want to talk to you. I thought the article, at least the thing on online, is going to be printed tomorrow in the Times. was good. I think it's clear. And uh, anyway, um, if you get a chance, give me a call. I love you. So that indicates, uh, blows up in just one 20-second little snippet, 20 years of lies, that he didn't know anything about his son's foreign dealings. He just read about his son's foreign dealings. And it corroborates the testimony of five other people, including, uh, including Bobolinsky and Gilliers and uh, several others involved in the company. And now eventually it will also corroborate Devin Archer when he testifies next week and says that Joe was clued in on 27 of the foreign deals. Uh, so we'll have their testimony, which will be attacked as being untrue. But then they're going to have to say that Joe... Uh, was lying when he said this. This guy's going down, ladies and gentlemen. I know cases. This guy's going down. I mean, it's been hard. You can't, you can't keep uh, avoiding this. Now, how about one that's even more serious than that? Uh, the, the Hunter, I mean, Joe made a very, very big deal that there was no money uh, from China. Now, money from China should automatically throw you out of the presidency, shouldn't it? It would be as if Ronald Reagan got money from the Soviet Union or Bill Clinton or uh, uh, you pick who you want, Republican, John Kennedy, Eisenhower. Anybody at this point who got big money from China shouldn't be anywhere near the presidency for fear that their activities can be questioned. And you sure as hell can question Biden's activities toward China. It's just because we have a press that has become completely corrupted, that that isn't raised. So let's go to number 22 and listen to uh, Biden in his own words telling us that his son has never received any money from China. My son has not made money in terms of this thing about, uh, what are you talking about, China. I have not had, a, the only guy made money from China is this guy. He's the only one. Look, there are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. Okay, now, the other day, in court, before the whole plea deal went south, uh, Hunter began to plead guilty. He was under oath. That means if this is untrue, you go to jail for five years. Here is a brief uh, excerpt from the uh, transcript. The court, all right. The fourth paragraph says, during the calendar year 2017, you earned substantial income, including just under a million dollars from a company you formed with the CEO of a Chinese business conglomerate. Is that the same or a different Chinese company from the one you referenced earlier? The defendant, meaning Hunter Biden, I started a company called Hudson West, Your Honor, and my partner was associated with a Chinese energy company called CEFC. The court, who was your partner? The defendant, I don't know how to spell his name. Yi Jiming is the chairman of the company. It's spelled Y-I and then J-I-A-N-I-M-G. Uh, described, uh, by the way, throughout uh, the, the hard drive as one of the wealthiest men in China, an exceedingly high-ranking Chinese communist, 
close to the dictator of China, and someone who specialized in turning people, in getting uh, people like Hunter Biden to do uh, the work uh, uh, of getting information for the Chinese communists. And remember, Joe had a real source for that, which were all the papers that his father stole from the White House when he left as vice president. Some of those papers can be seen right next to Hunter's uh, car, which he passed every single day. And there are several uh, there are several texts sent by Hunter, one of which is a complete plagiarism of an intelligence report. By the way, I think maybe we could stipulate that plagiarism runs in the Biden family. Uh, then uh, the, the, the defendant says, uh, the court says, is that company still in existence? The defendant says, no. The court says, okay, then it says you made $660,660 from your domestic business interest. Is that the Rosemont Seneca one? The defendant, yes, Your Honor, I believe that's what it refers to. The court, 664000 from a Chinese from a Chinese infrastructure investment company. Is that one of the companies we've already talked about? The defendant, I believe so. Yes, Your Honor. The court, which one is that? The witness, I believe CEFC. The court, okay. $500,000 in director's fees from the Ukrainian energy company. That's the one that you already told me about. The defendant says, same Burisma. The court, Burisma. Okay, 48000 from the law firm. Yes, and then it goes on and on to list all of the money he pulled in, of which clearly over $600,000 was from China. Remember Joe's statement, and by the way, there are many, many statements in which Joe very angrily says, my son and nobody on my family got any money from China. This is a complete refutation of that. Once again, indicating that the present president of the United States is a multiple liar. And I won't get into the details of it, but a very convenient for a prosecutor false exculpatory statement that will help prove his intent to take a bribe. Deadly, deadly, if we had a fair, honorable, and decent justice system. So uh, this guy's going down slowly but surely. And one of these days, some Democrat's going to walk into that Oval Office, uh, not with the bravery and, uh, and patriotism of Barry Goldwater, who did it to Richard Nixon at an early enough stage to ward off real problems for our country, but at, at a late stage, after having already proven our country is corrupt, and say, Joe, it's about time you get the hell out. Who will that be? Maybe we should have Las Vegas start a betting line on, is there a Democrat which with large enough you-know-whats to walk in and say, uh, for the good of the country, Joe, it's time you go? Or is there any Democrat that ever thinks about the good of the country? We'll find out. We will find out. So let's see. We also have a story uh, saying that the White House pressured Facebook to take down uh, Tucker's um, vaccine mime and post, which they did, which shows you the 
of White House is not only uh, a client of China doing their bidding, but the uh, but probably the architect of more censorship in this country than anyone at any time in any place, which means a complete trashing of a right of free speech. So let's go to Mimi in New Hyde Park, a name that I really Hi. love, Mimi. <laughs> Yes, um, Marie Chevalier. I, um, I want to talk about Greg, Greg Gutfeld's statement about <clears throat> learning uh, from the past and, and the, um, the Jews in the concentration camp uh, being able to survive with skills. He said that the people who had skills that the Nazis needed survived. And everybody is, is twisting his words. And it's true. I have a friend. Her, her, her grandfather was a carpenter. He, he taught her father how to make coffins, how to make bookcases. And then when he was in the concentration camp, they needed somebody to make coffins. So he did. And so, he survived. Uh, and he moved to New Mimi, Jersey. So Mimi, please, please tell me. Uh, I think I got it. But tell me the point of it. The point of it what, is what that it the vice president, the vice president, and Gutfeld, they're comparing both of them. She's saying that uh, she's saying they enjoyed blacks enjoyed uh, going through a big hung and, and uh, things like that, and and the Holocaust that people uh, learn skills in the concentration camp. I'm I'm just telling you how they twist everything. That's oh, you, you mean this is about that? Yeah, this is about that uh, thing they tried to do to uh, DeSantis, uh, where where he in, in the yeah, curriculum in the curriculum they mentioned that they, they did teach some skills, and now they're trying to make it as if DeSantis said this was a good thing, whereas in fact it was just a historical fact. And, and yeah, this is the kind of cheap, horrible. A diversionary stuff that Democrats do to try to split us apart. It actually is a communist technique to split the country apart. This, I mean, this is ridiculous. This, I mean, yes, they, they, uh, they used their Jewish prisoners as other prisoners to do work for free. I mean, they were slaves. And of course, I guess it developed skills, but for no purpose, they were going to get killed. So, uh, I mean, that's just a recitation of a fact. I don't think there was any suggestion in anything that Ron DeSantis said or the curriculum that this was a good thing. It was just a fact. But, you know, leave it to the Democrats to try and find a way to divide us. I, I, this, which is part of the desire to fundamentally change our government into one that becomes part of their one world, the Obama, Klaus Schwab, uh, Soros, Gates view of one world. American nationalism is bad. Americans are bad. And we need the influence of those wonderful European communists to really make us a, a good country. Thank you, but no thank you. Um, so let's go to, who else do we have? 
I think I want to, I also want to mention uh, that Biden uh, denies uh, RFK Secret Service protection. Come on, Joe. Come on. What's that going to cost you? I mean, it, it, it is a Kennedy. They, I would say we could stipulate that they're sort of specially targeted. There are people who just hate them because they're Kennedys. And it isn't just right-wing people, it's insane people. Now, now lots of left-wing people hate the Kennedys. I mean, they've added a whole new group of wackies that might go after them. I mean, I would have done this uh, as a Republican. If I were the president, a Republican, he were running it. I mean, I would have done it in a minute. What's wrong with this guy, Biden? I'm going to tell you something, and I'm more than willing to defend this in any place, any forum, anywhere you want me to. He's an evil man. And I'm going to tell you the piece de resistance is no one but an evil man does what he's doing to his seventh grandchild. I'm sorry. So let's, uh, let's go to, you pick it, Ted. Let's go with Ted's pick. Because Ted has like an unerring instinct for finding the right people at the right time. And um, let's, chat. let's go with Andrew. That's Andrew in New Jersey. Do you like yeah. that name? I do like that name. I do like that name. I once picked it for a very special <laughs> with my wife. And uh, just want to say it's an honor to tell the greatest mayor of New York City, but it's funny but sad but true. The Malcolm X, great film, uh, Denzel Washington, when he played Malcolm X. The new mayor, he reminds me not of Malcolm X, but Red, the character who was Malcolm X before he converted. He was a buffoonish guy with the zoot suit, smoking the reefer, and he had the good reefer, just like the mayor was on uh, the late night show. He was whips out a bag of reefer, and he's wearing the fancy suit. And he was like, I'm Red, I'm Red, and I'm... I hooked up with both of those girls, and he was uh, the new mayor's. Like I'm the hip hop mayor. I got good reefer, Jimmy Kimmel. So he totally reminds me. Of <laughs> I'm sorry, Fred, you shouldn't laugh about that. But not Malcolm X, who was. I'm sorry that I'm laughing. Uh, I apologize. You know, he reminds me of the buffoonish Red before he became yeah, Malcolm Yeah, yeah, he X. does. And uh, you know, it's amazing because he's a Democrat, and they get they get away with it. But this whole this whole uh, illegal immigrant thing which he's complaining about it. He caused it. I don't mean he caused their being in the country. Biden did that. But he caused their coming to New York in disproportionate numbers by advertising us as the best place to come. A year ago, he was telling people, you get more in New York, you get housing in New York, we have a, we have a right to shelter nobody else has, you're going to get health insurance, you're going to get education. You're even going to get a college education. It was as if he was trying to bring in like uh, high value um, uh, additions that could help us pay our taxes. Yes, he's a buffoon. Uh, having said that, let's take a short break and we'll be back with the mayor's final words. Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> And now, 
It's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Mayor's Final Thoughts. Welcome back. This is Rudy Giuliani. And yes, this is the Mayor's Final Thoughts, uh, sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. This is the organization that takes care of, I think, our most significant heroes, uh, the men and women uh, who day and night put their lives at risk to protect us at home or overseas. And when they uh, are uh, catastrophically injured and unable to really take care of themselves, Tunnel to Towers comes in and builds smart homes for them so that they can have the maximum amount of dignity and independence. And when, God forbid, they're taken from us, they're there for the families right away with a check to pay off the mortgage or something similar to that to give them a sense that, you know, everybody's behind them. So send in your $11 this weekend, huh? Send it in per month. It's not a lot, but it does a lot. And it'll do more for you than for them. And, you know, uh, we're going to um, uh, hold over and uh, be on Bo's show for a bit at the beginning, and I believe we're going to talk about uh, police officer Eddie Byrne and the man who was involved in killing him, who they now want to put out on parole, which may be, you know, another indication of why it's so important to have T2T.org and to have them there when something like this happens because the way in which these families are hurt, even years later, is unconscionable. And the failure of our entire society united behind these police officers is intolerable. The idea that there are people who want to defund the police or people who uh, want to blame the problems in our society on the police when, in fact, the police are just reacting as best they, they can. And I can tell you when they operate under good leadership, they can do miracles like we did in New York City from 1994 to 2001. And then my successor did the same thing. So it's not just me. If it's done right, you can save many, many lives, including many African-American lives. So we'll be back, actually, right after with, uh, with Bo for a few minutes, and that's a great show. So you stay tuned. We'll see you next week. God bless you, and God bless America.